Hey there, Friday Night Movie fans. You're about to hear an awesome episode where we speak about the Super Bowl and Super Bowl commercials, as well as celebrate Josh's 40th birthday. However, one of the strangest audio issues I have ever experienced happened while we recorded this, unbeknownst to us, which is that some of the voices were recorded at an extremely low pitch, and others were recorded at a regular pitch. And in order to correct the sound so that it isn't unbearable to listen to, you're going to hear some sort of slightly strange moments, including Lily sounding a little bit like a chipmunk at times, and me sounding a little bit like I'm speaking in slow motion. Either way, it's a really fun episode. Put it on 1.5 speed on your podcast app anyway, and you won't know the difference. Uh, Hope you enjoy. Thanks, as always, for listening. And welcome to a very special episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are celebrating another 40th birthday. No, it is not mine. It is one of the original greatest guests of the show. It's Josh's 40th birthday today. And he is here. (laughs) He's not the small child talking. (laughs) He's here. Josh, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, we're going to get to Josh and his 40 years of complaints next. Um, but we also have another bonus guest, and that guest is the great Bobby Buttons, who you might remember from last year's Super Bowl commercial episode. He is back because we're going to talk about Super Bowl commercials as well today. Um, uh, Bobby, how are you doing today? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he's, brought, he's brought a mini-me with him. And Lily and Becky, I realize you're here too. Okay, but nobody's going to believe that that's you. What the hell is happening with your voice? It sounds like we have an impersonator on our hands. Mountain shy? Am I impersonating me? Yeah, you sound like you you hired a buttery impersonator because your voice is like two octaves lower. So we're in the mountains. Maybe it's the elevation. Maybe it's the ski hill hot chocolate I had today. Maybe you have something to really prove. Know. I don't know. There's something going on with that voice. <laughs> Everyone's I, eating. I'm auditioning butter. for. <laughs> auditioning. Uh, so Lily and Becky, you are here. I think rather than start with how you are doing, unless you have something like major, I just want you to start with your your birthday wish for Josh. You've known him since I was 12 years old. So since 1992 two or so so we're talking 28 years of friendship uh what do you have to say to him on this glorious birthday of his other than that you wondering why he didn't come to my bar mitzvah other than that well it's actually i actually i was thinking about something on that note my wish my wish for you josh is exactly something along those lines which is that since shy did not consider you during his bar mitzvah time to invite you to his bar mitzvah my wish my bar mitzvah was at the beginning of high school my (laughs) wish for you is that shy should at least have the class to invite you to his children's bat mitzvahs that would be my wish for you. Will there be a bouncy house? Um, if you're there, probably. And a Velcro wall. <laughs> that's very Montreal. Wow, there's the Velcro very wall. Very Montreal. Did you have that show? Your bar mitzvah? No. No, no. no my bar mitzvah was pre. Jason Cola was 
stuff. Jason Our... Cole was the first one to have something like that, and he had a bungee run inside the Charmaine synagogue. A huge <laughs> bungee. Wow. By the way, you had like bubbies like tied up to a bungee cord, running across the room as far as they could, and then getting snapped back across the room. Bubby bungee. <laughs> Bubby bungee. Bubby bungee. That's amazing. Becky, I appreciate that wish because that's literally 28 years of <laughs> sadness that has filled my heart and missing that bar mitzvah. It's yep. pretty good bar mitzvah. Lily, I what about you? What, what's your wish? Can't top that. Okay. I mean, well, fine. Then... I mean, I, except for the fact that I wish that, like, both, I don't know, Radiohead, Tragedy Hip, and R.E.M., like, snuggled up with Josh on his birthday and sang him, like, sweet tunes into his ears. Besides that, I would just say <laughs> we... your kids bought mitzvahs. <laughs> Can we forgo the snuggling but just have them singing? No, no, snuggling like is a requirement. They're not like very cuddly like... people. Exactly. It was just Gord Downey's birthday, and he's not alive, and he said that with such uh, snark no. that it yeah. just really is now raining on get... Josh's yeah, day. But I, yeah. This is, Gord yeah, but Sinclair. This is, this is a yeah, but this is <laughs> the a the bass player. This is a like fantastical wish for you. So, I wish that he was there with you and well for your birthday that would be amazing so you wish him nothing essentially then you're just wishing him made up fantasies nothing that's practical like i also wish you 40 plus more years of things to complain about i hope you are regularly disappointed by pop culture and shows so that you <laughs> always have something to fetch about which that's a good is wish. the perfect introduction <laughs> one of the great it's segments true. josh does for us is he brings us his complaints so i asked him in honor of his birthday to bring us his top his 40 years of complaints so josh without further ado before we hit get to the super bowl your 40 years of complaints it's okay you got, got a bunch of complaints here some of them you might agree with and some of them you won't it's hard to go back through 40 years so i tried to pick my biggest complaints <laughs> as you know i will have many um i think one of my biggest complaints is the build-up and the delivery of the phantom menace Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Waiting in line at midnight at Le Faubourg Cinema. <laughs> and we are graced with the presence. We're going deep Montreal here. Of Jar Jar Binks. This is what we get after we waited our whole lives for a new Star Wars, and we get Jar Jar Binks. Right, like this is a... the wastefulness of Darth Maul. And Qui Gon Jinn. We get all of that. So that is, I think, one of the biggest buildups. And then interesting disappointments over time but now i've come to appreciate it because i realized it was a kids movie and my kids love that movie so it was really meant to bring a new generation in but for me eh. um so that was one that's a good one that's another one is and i think you guys we'll see what you guys say about this one the demise the most mostly gone uh existence of appointment television Oh yeah, what? it's kind of appointment television. The Mandalorian. But what is appointment a... television? So like it's every on Wednesday, must see TV. right. So like every Wednesday you would watch Roseanne, or every Thursday you would watch Thursday. Lost. Wait, so you're right. complaining or... about the loss of that, or yeah, because the... now most like 99% of the shows that we get are bingeable, like right. Other than The Mandalorian is the most recent, or Game of Thrones maybe of Thrones, every Sunday. Yeah. Where everyone has to watch it by a certain time. But there, you know, if you haven't watched it within the first three days, you basically have to get off social media because an entire show will be ruined for you. Like Stranger True. Things. It's True. done in two days, and then we can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're totally right. And it wasn't good. That's a good point, but... That's a good point though. Right. 
you sort of have to walk in and of it as well like if it's week by week you can feel free during the week to say whatever you want and then but if it's a day then you just can't talk about it because you don't know how far people have gotten it's like very frustrating like there was much mandalorian conversation because we had an entire week to digest like baby yoda would not be baby yoda if they'd put it out bingeable i'm convinced that's totally true that last week where we waited a week to find out what actually i waited a week and didn't watch the first episode but that first two weeks of people talk like talking about the reveal before it became a huge meme i'm glad i watched it amazing. right away relatively because otherwise it would have been spoiled that reveal thank god for your brother who just like got yeah. up in your face and said you have to watch this i will say the super well, bowl which we're going to talk about later definitely thank him because i don't know who the hell you are <laughs> the super bowl is one of the last appointment television things and even then i'm pretty sure becky and lily didn't watch any of the content live no but i i do want to make no, a good point I about definitely that i will say live. i will say that i was a bit you know kind of disappointed and was like you know what it's way easier just to watch all the commercials in one shot live because having to go back and like research them like i'm doing a thesis it's exhausting there's so many <laughs> you could just sit there and watch them <laughs> and like get them all in in one shot but like there were so many hyperlinks in the document i sent so there is something that, to be said that's right? what i do for a living and i couldn't go through all those hyperlinks exactly. I, like it's better to not them out all in one shot even though i'm very grateful for youtube because otherwise i would have had to stay up to like six in the morning watching that mm -hmm. i don't uh, care all right so these so. are good complaints man like, are... Yeah, you guys are, are probably gonna disagree with this one I, i've had 40 years i don't understand the point of the royals i don't get it oh like, like the royal family i don't get it. like that, that americans celebrate the monarchy that we literally I fought to throw off they don't do anything <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm on I'm on that team. I don't quite understand because they exist. I'm like excited that like you know there's like a Yoga Ono situation happening, but if they didn't exist, I don't care. Like, yes, I agree with you. In the end, I totally agree with you. Like, what is Prince Charles gonna do for anybody? King. Don't don't you watch The Crown? No, no, but no, I, I, exactly. I see, like, you should watch it and then you'll know. What what does he do? I mean, it's just charity work, right? Well, it's just interesting in the Crown, like Elizabeth, like she takes that, she takes it seriously. Uh, Elizabeth is a baller. There's no question about that. Well, yeah, I mean Elizabeth too. Yeah, Elizabeth too. Yeah. I mean Elizabeth the first did too, didn't she? Like, <laughs> yeah, she was a real baller. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I agree, but everything post Elizabeth too. Exactly. <laughs> Like Prince Harry and Prince Charles? Who cares? No, William. I think William. The Jeffrey Epstein friend? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that guy's that guy sucks. Yeah. That Prince guy's Andrew, the worst. Is that what his name? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. He's like taking a sabbatical in Thailand too you know, for a while. Right. It's like, well, He's like, I guess oh, I'll just have then, to then do nobody more will be suspicious. <laughs> I'll have to do more of nothing. You guys. I'm I'm so disgraced. I'll just do more nothing. I've only uh, I've only got one more for you guys. It's a great one, John. One for decade. This is amazing. The abbreviation, and then I'm going to use a fancy computer science word: concatenation of celebrity couple names. So, oh, really? You don't like ship names? I do not like Brangelina, Benford, oh, agreed, Josh, Tom Kimmier, which then led to Zanessa. Spetterline <laughs> Voniston What's that oh, one? That's Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Aniston. They were together? I thought they were just in a movie together. It's oh, unclear, but it's a name. <laughs> what about Megxit? 
No, that's that's Megxit's exactly. good because it's a play on Brexit. I appreciate that. that <laughs> but it's still the Royals. She was better on Suits. <laughs> basically, 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 the royal family is being unhinged so we can get a ninth season of Suits. That's like, <laughs> it's actually so she can control her own Instagram account, which which, which, she, which was prohibited from doing up until now. Right, like, so she can be an was, influencer. Those were the those were that was basically the option: dissolve the royal family, family or, or have your own IG, <laughs> or, or find a way to have an Instagram account. Right. Like, uh, just have a fake like Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt, Instagram. What was that guy? What was his handle? Oh yeah, he had like a he had like a lurking account. He had a burner account. Yeah, yeah, yeah and with an amazing yeah. name too, but I can't think of what it was. <laughs> it was. Right, so that that's forty years. The, 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 that, those are that is. I think Josh, you're the voice of a generation because I agree with everything you said. Except I do like fun couple names, um, uh, but 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 I think you named lots of bad ones, which I think is a really good point. Should okay. I start calling you Shally? I mean, we were called Shally before it was cool to, for people to call. And you know what? People. It still doesn't sound cool. Still not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's no better line. Before it was cool, <laughs> and never was cool. Pierre Delecto was Mitt Romney's fake Twitter name. <laughs> That's an amazing name. Just for so you guys know, because you can't see, Bobby Buttons did not look that up. He just knew it. <laughs> he just yeah, you're right. You just remembered it. That's amazing. I remembered it. He asked Came his near three year old, and he knew right. it too. So, so we do have. So here we have two titans of the marketing and advertising world here, in Josh and um, uh, Bobby Buttons, and so. Uh, I'd love to make continue our annual tradition of having them come and talk to us about these big pop culture events and the Super Bowl. There is probably none bigger. Before we get to, oh well, actually, let's do the halftime show and then we'll talk about commercials quickly around the horn. Halftime show thoughts, Josh. I, wait, the I have a quick question. Show, or am I allowed to be explicit on this? Can it of give course. you the whole? Yeah, yeah. We, Lily loves the explicit. The halftime drops... show or the ass time show? Whoa! Oh, whoa it's a whoa. full buy for me. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! The no, halftime time. Give me more didn't of that. Didn't know show. that. Didn't know like the, uh, you know the, the parents who banned CDs in the '80s were here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious. I saw a hilarious meme. I think maybe Chelsea Handler put it up of just like a bunch of like. Amish women singing hymns and they were just like thank you <laughs> no, next I'm year's halftime show you're, you're I, welcome mom I really like the halftime show I thought Shakira um, took it in the ninth from JLo oh like you think she won I think I, Shakira I won I think that they, they crushed it but I will say that I was like Yes, the Tipper Gore in me was like mildly uncomfortable watching that with my children. Not the Shakira part, but the J Lo part. I think I think the fact that the America had to explain pole dancing to a whole generation of children was amazing. But we just we spun it in our house as a very athletic activity. It's technically it's it's technically a sport, first of all. And second of all, I read a really interesting article from the point of view of a dancer, professional dance erotic dancer, stripper. And I mean the article was basically like it's disgusting how they use it, you know, just for like J Lo can get up and do that, but like actual women who have to do this get like ostracized by society and all that kind of stuff. It was a pretty serious article. Oh yeah, I read that too. It was, a, it was a great article. It was actually a fantastic article and a great perspective. But maybe JLo's breaking the, the polled ceiling here. I, mean, I think you could also maybe flip it on the other side as well. But at the same time, 
It's an interesting, I think, an interesting conversation to have with your kids. Look, I didn't watch it with my kids, so I guess I didn't think about that, especially young girls. So, you know. We made our kids watch it. We loved it. Oh, I mean, I, I, thought it, I, it. I thought it was great. I thought that dancing was amazing, and I thought it was a great cohesive show. This wasn't one of those ones where they're like, they picked one artist, and they were like, oh, no, we have to make sure people who like rock music like it, so let's throw in the Red Hot Chili Peppers or bring Spl- Slash out from a platform. I like that they leaned it. They went all in. Yeah. They went all in, and I thought, I mean, I mean, I, here's why I thought Shakira killed it. I, I could just, Shakira's songs were more recognizable to me. J-Lo has many recognizable songs, but they did different versions of them. And so I, it wasn't as familiar I, to me. I think both, I Shakira's big songs are songs I like a lot more, but I don't, I like, neither of them have that many great songs. The overall performance is what made it great. And the J-Lo's daughter thing, I thought was pretty cool. That was cool. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. my, it's my only break in a game. <laughs> I, I made nachos and changed the laundry. Okay. Uh, Becky, what do you think? It's on Becky, I, loved, I loved it, and I agree. It's just proof that instead of instead of bringing in an act that happens to have a popular song or that you think needs to like for whatever weird things that they've done in the past, I think just bring someone on that's going to do a great performance um regardless of when the songs are from there it was so fun i thought it was just pure entertainment and you know what um jennifer jennifer lopez is like she is a goddess like she's incredible i didn't even really like the movie hustlers but i would watch it over and over again because i just want to watch her in existence i totally agree with that review of the movie not a good movie but j-lo is amazing she's amazing i just like i'm entranced by her um so yeah i absolutely loved it it was the first time in i don't even know how many years there was a halftime show that was actually oh yeah the beyond one was great but then Beyonce. it was Coldplay and Beyonce right well was one was like Coldplay and Beyonce which I feel like Beyonce doesn't need Coldplay no one needs Coldplay no, exactly. no it was that they Beyonce got doesn't Coldplay. need anybody no it was no, that they got Coldplay, they Coldplay and no one and wanted like, Coldplay shit nobody's gonna wanna watch and then they brought in Beyonce and it was you. terrible man. they could've called me Coldplay I like Bruno Mars I thought Bruno Mars did a good job too no, yeah but the random appearance of the Red Hot Chili Peppers right it's that with their instruments not even plugged in was the worst thing I've ever seen Right. It's those uh, kind of weird I, mashups where just like go with the theme, pick a lane. They picked a lane. They stuck with it. They went all in. And I thought it was phenomenal for that reason. Think back to when they had The Who playing Baba O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> I, more I, 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 it's okay, but they were pretty old. Um, I mean, it's not close. Uh, um, but okay. So we're going to. Uh, all right. So that's the halftime show. Anyone else have anything else to add on the halftime show? I liked how much Spanish there was. I liked how how I international. Say, yes, I, I I as one of the things I was gonna say is that I like that they leaned into being Latina and their culture and like calling that out and shouting that out. I thought that was very cool. That was really cool. I, I like the A Rod. I liked A Rod in it too. Yeah, A Rod doing it. He, he took a selfie video of himself like rocking out to the point of like only like a way a dad or like a boyfriend yeah. would, and it's very sweet. It's like he embarrassed himself, but. It's obviously because he loves her. I just, you know, I hope, I do hope that they find love. J-Lo deserves it. <laughs> okay. Well, that, I mean, the odds are they won't, but I do root for I know. Her. I, I root for her to have happiness. I'm not sure yeah. about him. All right. Now let's get to the main event here. We've got the titans of marketing and advertising here. We're talking about commercials. 
let's just start with your best and your worst, and then we'll play like an epic round of buy, rent, or meh. Uh, let's start with the experts, right? That's why we have him here. Mark, I'd love to hear from you. Bobby Who? Buttons. Mark? Who's Mark? I'm just Bobby kidding. Buttons. I'm just kidding. That's his, I know. That's his, that's his street name. Like Ozone and Turbo, he's <laughs> Mark. This is his work name. He's talking about advertising. <laughs> uh... Great question. Uh, for the on in in the bests, uh, I thought some of the car stuff was. I couldn't believe they got Bill Murray. Bill Murray is yes, like uh, that is the, the like, biggest coup. Yeah, he's like yeah, this enigma, a total coup. Like every agency is like, and we'll get Bill Murray, and, that, <laughs> and then nobody gets the Bill story Murray. of how they got him is insane. You should tell us. Well, yeah, what I, what, what I know of it is oh, they well. actually shot that ad eight days before. That's what I normally you're 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 in production like eight weeks, weeks? at least eight weeks. You probably so, spend four weeks just editing it and sound mixing it and color correcting. Six weeks if Josh is your client. No, we do it in three. Twelve weeks if Josh is your client. <laughs> so we should explain that we are on different sides of the advertising world. I am on the uh, client side. And Bronze is on the service side. The agency side. The agency so, okay, so Bill Murray was your number one. Bill Murray was amazing. I enjoyed that Bill Murray commercial Wait, more than a lot of the movies I saw this year. Do you know year. why it was shot eight days before? Because he's a maniac. Because he, he didn't agree. agree. He, he, he do doesn't it. show up. For Ghostbusters, he didn't show He showed up the day of filming, and they had no idea if he was going to be there or not. Oh, right. They actually yeah. made the movie. And the, so the thing, super famous for being completely unreliable. So I would say, you, I was just going to say the other thing worth noting wasn't just Bill Murray, it was all the other people in the yeah, scene. Right, Everybody right. was yeah. brought back from the movie. It was perfectly reshot. Uh, yeah, it, it so, was fantastic. I, I so yeah. And they gave a great role to the actual thing they were selling, that, which was, was a was rarity of the game. Sorry. No, I agree. Uh, so like yeah. most it car commercials, awesome. I don't remember what a car is, but because it was Groundhog Day. Every time they restarted the day, they got a shot of the orange Rubicon Jeep. I have no idea right. what a Rubicon Jeep is. Right. It was, it was, it was Nor really... Nor will I ever buy a Jeep. No, and but the it fact made me remember that, it. And the fact that the game was on Groundhog Day, right? It was like right around yes. it. It was, it was, it was. It was on Groundhog Day. That, that whole... The way they tied it all together and they actually pulled it off is brilliant. I saw that before it was like before the actual Super Bowl, they released it. I texted it to Shy. I was like, Bill Murray's at a commercial. So guys, why do they release the commercials before the Super Bowl now? Yeah. This is something I don't fully understand. Just hype. Oh, I think it's because they spend so much money on it, they're trying to get as much out of it as possible. So, oh, like, okay. I hated the Planters commercial, but they owned the week before it. They did. I didn't even. I couldn't even pay attention didn't to it. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was Baby Yoda, not a Baby Peanut. Well, didn't the ba didn't the Planters commercial feel like a ripoff of Baby Groot? Uh, it was like half Groot, half Baby Yoda. Yeah, it felt like a ripoff, but like specifically of Baby Groot because that's the whole thing is that like Groot dies, but then he comes back as yeah. Baby Groot. So they mm -hmm. made this whole big deal that like the Planters Peanut guy died, and then you're like, oh no, and then all of a sudden they're like, just kidding, Baby Peanut. But they had everybody waiting for that ad because they'd done a week of PR beforehand about how the nut had died. Right. Right. That was. We got, we, um, and uh, what other, what other ones did you guys like? Um, I, th I thought that Doritos, uh, uh, excuse me, um, no, what am I talking about? Cheetos? Doritos the West? No, 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 no. Cheetos, 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 excuse Cheetos, me, can't touch this. That was great. Very amazing. subtle. That was great. I mean, 
just do it. They'll just like, go for it. You get the dust on your hands. It's like, yeah, it, everyone's like, It played great. off like what is true about that brand, which is everyone finishes a bag of Cheetos and has the <laughs> yes. orange. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So being true to the brand is a fact. Well, it's just like, the, it's, it's fun. Like a lot, a lot of, a lot of times, you, you know, you see, you see brands like taking swings and it's, it's, it's either too much or they're trying to find humor in nothing like for the sake of it and so it, it felt like just just go for it i agree like go i can't remember it. what the the head in the ass ad was but they were trying too hard at take five take five uh and oh, sorry, that's that's gotta... explicit warning josh sorry what's the what's the take the head in the what uh so take five chocolate bar did the what have you been under a rock were you raised by a pack of wolves like they're just reasons, i felt like it was trying too hard the reasons, I felt like it was trying too hard Okay. The I don't think I saw that one. I did not see that one. Exactly. It was a bit okay. silly. All right, Lily and Becky, what were your bests? Okay, can I go? I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm just going to go. So my favorites were um, the Winona, Winona, Winona. I like the extended what? version. There's that's... like a three minute version oh. of it on YouTube. It's like a it strange is... Fargo type. Oh my Coen god, that's what it was. Movie. I felt like it was directed by the Coen Brothers. Terrible. I felt like it was directed <laughs> by the Coen Brothers. It was <laughs> so weird and good and I just the rep What was I the ad for? It was for Squarespace. Squarespace. Was it though? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was weird the website. I loved it. I thought it was so Quirky and unique and a great. But if it's three minutes, it's a short film. It's not a commercial. Whatever. I'm not the one in charge of marketing, Lily. I'm not marketing it as a short film over a commercial or commercial over short film. They're saying it's a commercial. I I, I will say there were a lot of ads where I would just keep watching. I don't care what the brand was, but that writing for that particular piece was more interesting than a lot of other shows and movies and then the bill murray one was one of my other top ones and then the the new york one the one about love oh my god was i crying that was amazing the different words for love it was so beautiful and thoughtful and touching it was was, that one made me very uncomfortable but i'm really i'm more excited to do i'm more excited to do my worst than my best so let me know well, we let's, i want to hear lily's best and then we can do worse. okay i'm so excited for oh. i'm waiting for someone to say my best come on lily. um i love the ellen degeneres alexa really? one i thought that was pretty funny yeah. i liked it yeah. um good. i like the mars water soda stream one i didn't see that one how did i miss that one? Great. It's refreshing in space did you no, did you guys see that one is no. there on mars I, yeah and they, and they find water, and then they bring it back, and they're like so excited. And then some guy just take, mistakes the bottle for the soda stream and bottle, they, and they use the sound of the right. And then he just goes, "Oh, it, I thought it said Mark's water, not Mars water." And they're all like horrified. So wait, how are we not? I'm like, okay. So my my favorite ones. So my favorite ones, just so you know, were. Charlie Day and Emily Hampshire doing the Tide thing. I hated the Tide ad from a couple of years ago, but I just liked Charlie Day and Emily Hampshire. And then the other one was Smotpock. Kapok. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Put those three people in a movie tomorrow. Everyone will go see it. That was the best ad for me. It was rewatchable. It felt like um, Rachel Dratch could not keep a straight face, which was fabulous but if you're if you're like nbc universal or any one of the non-disney studios now 
you you go and you're like, I want those three people in a movie where they talk in Boston accents. <laughs> like fast track it. Just go watch wonderful. it again. It's so rewatchable. I have watched that. I don't know. I watched the commercial five times. I think it's just so awesome. Plus, you gotta have David Ortiz in it. Big Poppy. That was right? great. Dave? Right, that's David Ortiz. Okay, all right. Let's hear Big some Poppy. of the worsts. Wait, Josh, did you have your best? No, uh, Josh didn't say his best. Kapak was my best. Uh, Cheetos MC Hammer. Oh, that's yeah. Groundhog Day. Sure, I bought Cheetos um, after that. I, I like the the Doritos dance off with Little Nas X oh. next oh, and Sam that Elliott. That was great. Yes, I love that one. Was that really one. Good. That was what, so, so good. So, Josh, what makes that one good? As an expert in the field, what does it make that one good? That ad, uh, I just associated with Doritos Ranch, and it was entertaining. I didn't think it was like I think, I think Smart Puck was good. A because it's rewatchable. B because the actual bit tied to the benefit that they're trying to sell you. Like you like the Tide one. What was the benefit that they tried to sell you in the Tide one? The Tide one was is that if you stain your shirt, you can wait till later because Tide is so good at cleaning things. And like when you're at work and you stain your shirt, it's like really stressful. So I. I I watched it and I was like, yeah, well, people even remember that, but but I loved the Tide one from years ago. I but thought that was brilliant. Also, did you notice, and like, because they spent a tremendous amount of money and time yeah. on co-brand mm-hmm. promotions, like, did you notice yeah, the Bud Light? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I, I have so a they have to pay Wait, those. let's save that for the uh, questions section, because I have a whole yeah, well, question yeah, from Bronson. Basically, Josh yes. about that. And they're sharing their, they're sharing their cost, okay. that's my guess. I have a, yeah, but let's save that for the questions. Okay. But the brilliance of years ago, just to go back to the original Tide, was that they made it so that you never knew if any ad in the Super Bowl was going to be a Tide ad. So you thought every ad was going to be a Tide ad. That's brilliant. They yeah, I, I, from, I really uh, hated that Stranger whole things. bit. Yeah, I really hated it's that It's like bit. every ad that started, you're like, oh, man, is this a Tide ad? Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't like it. It didn't make any sense to me. That one literally said nothing about the benefit of Tide, whereas this one actually talked about what Tide does. Fair. But I would say, yeah, like the, the Jeep in the small park is the best. Those yeah, stand the Jeep out. Wanna, the Jeep, like what made that a good ad for me was, like why would you do that? I don't know, but either way, I remembered Rubicon Jeep because there's so many ads, and when you get to my worst ads, you'll see that I'm like, what was the brand again? I don't even remember why I spent $10 million on this. Okay, that's fair. All right, so let's talk about our worst. Josh, what are your worst? Um, I, I feel, I know a lot of people that work there, but I really hated the how do you must add it sounds oh, disgusting i know uh, you right? see i i actually really Icky. enjoyed that one because i liked all the people in it but later in the day later in the week i was eating sabra hummus and i just kept thinking of mussing and it really made me gag but gross. the but i love that rick flair was in an ad but i i find so when they put too many people in yeah. an ad it's ridiculous and yep. yeah that was You're like and i don't even know the what the like Cheetos, they were owning that, you know, the Cheetos are on your hand. Like, what were they telling me about hummus? You can dip it You can stuff? dip chips and that little arrow from the YouTube thing. The, the pausing of that commercial was unnerving. When it, when it, they had the little arrow and it looked like it was it's buffering like, it, for a second and then and he pulls the arrow off the screen and it's a nacho, that, that was upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, what, was like the, the giant, I'm like the giant pieces it of just, seafood being dipped in the I hummus was disgusting. I agree, it made me gas. <laughs> the idea of mussing, like, and I was like. Wow. Even now when you say it, I just, yeah. It's like a little bit of mussing. Someone was like, it's, to me, it's, it is similar also, to when Pepsi did the brown and bubbly ad which is the worst super bowl ad of all time when they just like leaned into being brown also, and bubbly you're assuming that i guess everybody calls it hummus Ugh. 
Which is not how it's pronounced. So I, I think I'm, maybe I'm in the minority, but I did not like the Jason Momoa ad. Oh, I loved oh, it. Oh, me neither. I did what not. I like loved it. it. What was it for? Good job. I don't care. Yeah, what was it for? Uh, it was for Rocket Mortgages. Okay, you remember. Oh, it wow. I, I was like, I think for a I car. I love that Top of my I was like, maybe for a car or a I couldn't remember system. what it was for. I couldn't remember. It doesn't matter. It was so weird. It was also like, don't be yourself. Also, yeah, if you're no, skinny and balding, no, then see, you're so not. No, see, so here's to me. Uh, Jason Momoa, the good looking. balding. The good lookingness of Jason Momoa is unnerving to me that like there's someone that handsome and charming out there. So the idea that he when he goes home doesn't really look like that honestly made me feel better as a person. That's why they made so... the ad <laughs> like you. But Yeah, no, exactly. Like he message. is a living superhero. And he's not he is really like that in real life. <laughs> And it's just like making dads like you at home feel better, but it's also telling yeah, everybody else. Yeah, guess who else, pays mortgages? I guess. I guess. So, in that sense, they were smart, but I'm also like, you're just sending the message, don't be yourself in the real world. It seemed terrible. It was very unnerving seeing him so disproportionate. I think everything you guys are saying are right, and it's probably changing my opinion on this, but I still love Jason Right, your, I your gut reaction like was, I was not a fan. Was good. But that is a polarizing one. I think a yeah. lot of people were okay, all over Josh, this. keep going, because I'm so curious jo if you're going to okay. say my least favorite. Me too. And, so, and then I need you to explain to me why I hate my most hated so much, because okay. it bothers me on so many levels. It's So there's, there's a difference between hated and waste of money. So like there was the Josh Jacobs, who's a running back ad, and like how he came from the streets and homeless and how he made it. But I'm like, what does this have to do with Kia? That was a car commercial? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't get that one. I really disliked... Oh. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's not me. Oh, sorry. Um... I really there's a lot happening. The one here. for the guitar hard rock hotel. I didn't see what that was one. that one. Exactly. Was so, that this the J Lo action movie, like Michael yeah, Bay movie one? Yeah, it was the Michael Bay spot. I'm like, what is this? Thing? I mean, I, I again another movie I would watch though. Not, not that's a, fine. But so I, so Josh, you're basically also it had pitbull. It had that. It had that. It had the pitbull um, cameo, and I just love that there was a pitbull yeah. cameo. The Hummer electric. The weird. So the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I, I find it weird that they have these commercials that are all about the silence of things. I don't know. There's something I don't, about I don't, I don't, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, that must have been so it quiet. It was a, a wasteful car it. commercial along with the Aria singing Frozen in the oh, car. That was terrible. Wow. Wow. First of all... Didn't it feel like it was spent, like seven years too late? Like, how spent, is that relevant? I spent the whole time thinking to myself... How is Aria old enough to drive? Also, why That's, would I was, like, Aria be singing out. that song? And why and would she be in an ad? Doesn't it feel like just... somebody came up with She's that rich. ad seven years ago and then someone took it out of the trash and was like, oh, I guess we could just do this one? Like, the version of the song was weird. But also, like, thought... not only do they have to pay for the Super Bowl time, they have to pay the rights for Let It Go. Don't they? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Time. But that, I will say the choice of that song does prove a lot of the points that I have made about how bad Frozen 2 was because they didn't pick a Frozen 2 song. They picked a song from Which seven just, years ago. It just ago. seems so weird. It's such a weird well, choice. Thing, oh, gas stations and mechanics and all the people that work hard to make cars run? I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> I just like, don't understand. To all these like hardworking people. Lily then, like, is the voice of the proletariat. I, just, I feel like everyone's I trying to go with, uh, I don't know. There has to be some purpose associated. So there was a, like a beer ad where it's like, for every six pack of whatever you <laughs> buy, we're going to... And if you actually do the math of 
how many six packs they'd have to sell to even convert like a thousand farms. It would be the biggest beer company in the world. One, we'll give away one square foot of arable land. It was very confusing. I will I was like, say Wait, that, I, do- that I thought the uh, there was a Bud Light commercial. I wrote it down. Um, there was a Bud Light commercial that. Um, uh, no, it wasn't Bud Light. It was the what's the what's up. Bud Light Seltzer. No, no, not the Bud Light Seltzer. The you remember what's up? Bud Light from Seltzer. No, what is I thought it was a Budweiser. They they referred to the old commercial. It was really. Out it's of all today. those technologies like the Roomba and the Alexa, and they're all talking the computer. They're all going what's up to each other, and they're in the apartment of the, the actor that did the what's up, and it's. I guess it's for beer. So I know he's coming back to his apartment and they all stop. Whatever. He picks up beer and they're like, we'll use our code. You get a discount for Uber. Don't drive drunk. I was like, okay, that's not bad for society. I think I missed that one. I it wasn't a bad commercial. It was not bad. I, I don't know. What was the discount one. code? We have to take an Uber in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so I could really use it. Wait, before we get off the phone, Josh, can you explain to me why I hated the Brian Cranston Shining commercial so much? Because I, I deeply despised it. So that I looked like urine was flowing through the Overlook Hotel. Destroyed it. So the, it. So the, the I didn't mind that one. I, I I enjoy. I've seen it a couple times, and I guess I enjoyed it because I thought it was kind of fun branding. Um, I think first of all, you're taking one of the most unnerving movies and scenes of all time and put, mashing it together, right? Like you're you're yeah, like uh, in the movie, she's, in the hallway, she's trying to murder two in the hallway, the two little girls that are creepy, and I see Brian Cranston trying to murder Bo from Blackish. Yeah, I thought it was just sort of like a. Okay. I actually thought overall there were way too many movie references, like the Fargo reference, the Shining reference, the right. Groundhog's Day, which one? Okay, but, but, but then the there was... difference is that with, um, with here's I think the difference. With Groundhog's Day, it's it's made funny because it's Bill Murray, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing and a new Stephen spin on Kowalski right, and Brian Doyle right, Murray they're in the cast it. And they're doing a new spin right. on it. The Winona run that's kind of like Fargo is funny because they're referencing it, but they're not actually... They're not trying to remake. They're not reenacting it in any way. They're just doing more like a stylistic homage. So it has that particular type of quirkiness. This one did neither of those two things. And it literally felt like what it looks like to drink Mountain Dew. This is what it would be to watch Mountain Dew. It disgusted me in that same way. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess here's what I think. At its very base level, what I think about Super Bowl advertising is, did you remember it? And did you remember the brand? Like at the end of the day, right? Uh, did a lot of people remember it or point. not? Like exactly. it's green. It's a green bottle. It's I don't know. It makes right. people want to murder <laughs> their spouses. It gives you right. energy to murder. You get people. so amped up on Mountain Dew, you'll try to murder your spouse. <laughs> um, uh, and just so, I, yeah, I, I didn't hate we, it, but um, but do you have more? Anybody have more? Oh, I mean, my, my I'm just going to tell you my top hated one was the Tom Brady Hulu nonsense. Oh, that like, one was... no more Tom Brady ever, ever in anything, especially a uh, Super Bowl. Well, and the fact that, like... His cameo in uh, Living With Yourself was brilliant. But, I'll give him but, that. And but he's making fa- fun of himself. This was awful. But the fact that this was also tied to, like, a week of rumors he had been starting on Instagram about, like, whether or not he was retiring or leaving. It's all for the commercial. Somewhere. So I didn't love it, but I think that's the point, that people were literally waiting for that commercial. So if you're trying to spend $6 million and have people think about you, 
You were paying but, attention. But then it's a switcheroo. It's a Last Jedi. It's a opening of Terminator Dark Fate. Then you're like, ugh, I hate this, and I hate I this brand. I did not understand the beginning of that movie as an aside. But anyway, I know you guys <laughs> talked about it, but I didn't want the spoilers, but it was very confusing. Uh, I hated Quibi, too. Oh, I really wanted... I, I don't know. remember the Quibi ad, but I'm interested in Quibi. So so maybe it works. I was like, Why are you, you're advertising Quibi. This thing is coming in April. I will have forgotten about it within 10 minutes. I, I'm going to try Quibi because I like the idea of 10-minute shows. Oh, see, so maybe it worked. Yeah. Quibi, Quibi I'm very – they're doing some very cool stuff with Quibi. I'm very – but I've been following the brand, so I was, like, inclined – like, I consider I myself mean, an early adopter of being interested so in Quibi. if you're telling me there are 10-minute shows, guy, to me, it's just more proof that everybody wants to get paid more to do less work. <laughs> uh, it's too bad Bobby's not here. Oh, he's got good it, stories it, about that. Um, yeah, but, so, but speaking of Bobby, I don't know, Josh, if you can answer this, Shai, but before you do a lightning round of Buy Man Red, before you have to jet, I just want to ask about the whole cross-promotion thing. Because in the Tide ad, you've got... Bud Light, and then you've got Wonder Woman. So was somebody like, okay, who does laundry? Women. They like diet beer, and they like a superhero woman. Let's mash this up together. Or they were just like, who's available? And I'm who's not interested? sure if they were trying to do... Like, oh, I'm so yeah. curious. Gal Gadot, I love her, but why did they use I'm her I'm not sure if they were that. trying to do it, like what, recreate what they had done before, which was make you think it's a different ad and then surprise you with the tight ad. Like that idea. That didn't work. It, it didn't work this year. It worked in the past because they right. had played off all the tropes of every Super Bowl ad. Or they were just trying to share the costs, but I mean, it's Procter & Gamble. But it also like, seemed like a weird... <laughs> and then I was going to ask, do they own all three of those products? No, they <laughs> do they? not. So there's probably just... some shared shared cost of marketing and it's just bringing like, weird like power brands call. together like imagine just like it's a weird cold call like hey we're tied wonder uh, Woman. They may, you maybe do they share happen? an agency you know there's I'm something sure. like i'm like there's something up there because those three products just did there, not there must there must be someone's job at an agency to make those partnerships right like i'm assuming yeah. like tide doesn't call up bud it's the agency that does it? I would imagine it's going through an agency side. Okay. No, I don't know. Bobby had to step out to take care of mini Bobby, so we may never get the answers to some of these questions. We'll have to uh, All right. That. Let's let's now let's boil this down to our signature game to buy rent meh. Not everybody has to go, um, but you do have to justify your answers. In the food commercial department, Cheetos MC Hammer, Jonathan Van Nass and Pop Tarts. Oof. And Sabra Hummus, <laughs> which featured, you know, according to the edits, hummus. Which which hummusing mussing had Urkel in it. It had RuPaul's Drag Race stars Ms. Cracker and Kim Chi, which I really enjoyed having them in that commercial. It was awesome. And Ric Flair, who is a wrestling legend, yelling "woo," which I will pretty much be into any commercial with that. Okay, bye, Rent Meh, Becky. I'm going to. I want. I know it's obvious to say buy Cheetos, rent JVN, and Mahumus, but I kind of secretly want to buy the JVN one because I felt like he queer eyed Pop Tarts and pretzels for me, (laughs) which was like a challenge. So I guess, but the 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 commercial was bad. I feel like they could have made it better. It was just JVN being like shouty. 
The commercial is bad, and one of the things I associate with Queer Eye is that episode where they teach that guy to eat healthier, and the notion that he would be selling Pop-Tarts, which mm. I love, yeah. but are, like, among the most, like, yeah. horrifically terrible for you foods in that the is, world. That is, I do just, agree with that. No. Not, that, that, that is, I was shocked that he that, was hawking Pop-Tarts. That was my biggest That is myth. not like his a bunch, jam. A bunch of crazy people dipping things in Kumus, like, it was gross, but I, like, no one in there, to me... Like was this is I'm like oh cool all these different people like hummus that's cool they all dipping their own thing that's their own spin on it um, so to me actually that's the one I buy I Ugh. liked I I rent the Cheetos one because I really don't like getting things on my fingers like it like skeeved me out and then I met Jonathan Van Ness because of that authenticity like I'm like what the heck is he doing selling something so bad for you. I think the hummus, it was super polarizing, but we all remembered it in our own way. So to me, that kind of works. I I'd went out and bought Sabra hummus that week. See, there you go. I would still buy Cheetos and and uh, rent hummus, even though I hated that commercial. All right, let's go with the big emotionally manipulative commercials, all right? There was Google's Loretta, which was the which was like the old man remembering his yes, wife. Then there was WeatherTech with their dog who survived cancer. Dog. Which I don't even know what a WeatherTech is. <laughs> I'm like, and then, like, there are children that don't have money to like, to like get cancer treatment. I'm like, I'm so happy that dog's gonna <laughs> be okay. There's a backstory but... about the owner of the company on that one that I didn't understand. Uh, I'm like, the fact that they were asking for donations at the bottom, like you wanna build amazing tech to save dogs, that's fantastic. They're asking for donations at the end of that commercial. I was like, there are children who can't afford cancer treatment. <laughs> that's a like, really the at the end point. of it was a bit much for me and then there's the the new york life words of love the word the love the word of love describing putting old people in bathtubs um that one <laughs> so like it's an insurance company and they're gonna fuck whoever tries to like survive <laughs> on their that's worse than jd i didn't and earn the biggest e on this one <laughs> What did you say? I didn't earn the biggest explicit E on uh, this one. Lily. Oh, no, Lily. It's always Lily. Every time. It's always but, Lily. Wait, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, that one is worse than JVN hawking Pop-Tarts. I'm like, love, you're definitely screwing people out of their life insurance. Wow. Can I, can I tell you? I did not even realize it was for life insurance. I thought it was for, like, a magazine or something. I was like, what are they selling here? Didn't. <laughs> So life definitely, insurance. definitely just took touch that down a notch because I didn't yeah. even know what they were selling. I love Google. Selling Google was tears. like um, from the movie Up, wasn't it? As, right. as, well, it was, it was inspired by Up. A lot of people felt like it was. To me, the Google one was the buy, and then uh, the love one was rent. And But the Google one was the buy. I'll just emphasize that because I spend a lot of time archiving digital things pictures videos movies totally whatever and i want to believe that this will be worth something one day i mean to me i thought about this podcast this podcast is our record of like our life and our relationship to one day have our kids listen to that's what it started as and to me google was validating that big time I totally i totally yeah. agree that's the buy for me like, um, buy more storage buy more storage <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm already needing buy... an amazon i can't switch <laughs> buy more buy more hard drives 
<laughs> I definitely upgraded our Google storage this week, by the way. There okay. you go. Wow, Shai, you're like the what? optimal customer. You can't look at Shai's bank account because he's also booked like to rocket the hard rock I don't feel like he's being completely <laughs> honest with us of all the things he's purchased since watching these yeah. commercials. Like, like I, we're just getting trickles. Cheetos and Pop Tarts. You're switching like to Rocket Mart. Cheetos dipped must. That's how you must. <laughs> Shy dipped his mortgage in the must today. <laughs> for the ideal. The ideal audience for these ads. I, so I must my mortgage. I have one more thing to say oh about the what do you so must. Many bad thoughts. The what do you must thing? It's as if like so. I must this. I must that. Like who? Like whom? Whom is whom a thing that you must? Like hum. I'm just picturing shy <laughs> dipping like, like a computer into his hummus, a microphone I, in hummus. That, like, Zohan <laughs> style. That's funny is that they didn't get Adam Sandler of all I people. Because he was like, this is disgusting and, it's not, and it's not pronounced hummus. That's what he I said. just want to see a Zohan 30 to 60 second spot for hummus. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, um, our, all right. So our last buy rent minute, this is to try to talk about some more com the commercials that I thought were just theater of the absurd. One was the giant Snickers hole. That, I could like, the people not with the... finish that commercial. I turned it off. <laughs> Another I, one was. I couldn't. I actually hated it so much. I switched it, it was really halfway bad. through. Another one was Molly Ringwald selling avocados from Mexico. Consistently with Turkish Airlines, the worst Super Bowl commercials ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they were everywhere on the uh, and then the last one was Winona Ryder Squareface which we talked about because I just thought the was... 15 minute version because the 30 second <laughs> version made no sense so I'll have to see the extended director's cut of so, that commercial so of those which do you for a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> which do you buy everything's a show now everything's everything's on Quibi the avocado one I guess because it's so absurd but at least I understood she was trying to sell me an avocado the Snicker ones, I guess I'm going to rent because they put Snickers really big at the end. So that makes sense. <laughs> and then they had the guy angry. from Boogie Nights and Traffic. Angry. I love that guy. So he was in it. And then... Oh, the oh family. yeah. The guy from Waiting. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one Wait, of the greatest. Waiting is really one of, Car, um, Luis Guzman, one of the greatest Guzman. ever. Yeah. Luis Guzman. And, you know, so he was great. So that I can rent, even though it makes no sense. And then, like I said five seconds ago, Winona, I can't, I guess I may you but I have to see the director's cut to fully. I, I, I buy Snickers. I thought that one was just my kind of crazy humor. I rent Winona, what? and the avocados one was just like, you know, I'm sort of like slowly getting back to eating avocados a little bit after like over a decade of not touching them, and it, it just kind of grossed me out. I'm with you. Yeah, I didn't like the idea of the avocado in a velvet like jumpsuit. To me, that was just. And why Molly Ringwald? Also, the <laughs> on Riverdale. So it was so long that I was like, how much? I kept thinking, how much money are you people? Are you avocado spell? That's why they're so expensive. Dollars. Like that, the, the avocados wow, are so freaking expensive because they had to pay. Ten million dollars. They had to pay for and, that. And ad. do you think? Are, is this for all avocados or a specific company of avocados, or is this the avocado growers? Like, I just know like, that avocados have had a rough year, and so the price has gone up. So maybe they're making more money. Because they had to I pay for that commercial. That was insane. It's like a four bucks an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay um we're gonna head out soon so does anybody have um a, a rec a shout out and your social media 
your links we uh, lily and i have such, lily and i have such a huge wreck but we'll have to discuss it next week everyone watch next in fashion on netflix and next week we will which to me just is that with tan to me i just looked at it and i was like wait so they just took outtakes from the last queer eye season and they stitched them together into a different show they made it into a better show this is so good all right well agree on i've watched half of uncut gems and it's on Netflix here. I don't know if it's on your Netflix. And as always, Sandler's impressive. And it's, like, very stressful. But it's a cool movie so far. Uh, and where can people follow you, Lily? Chichi K. Gomez on the Twitter and on Letterboxd. Cool. The movie review app. And Becky? At Paper BK Princess on the socials. Josh, any recommendations? Uh, I'm going to recommend The Magicians. The Magicians. It back. <laughs> Fanny Corman we, bringing it back. We know. I, you know I love it. I'm, I'm really deep into seer, uh, season six of Vikings. You guys should do that. I feel uh, like Josh and Mom them. should have their own podcast together. We, when <laughs> One day when we build the podcast Empire, Mom and Josh will definitely have a spinoff show. And they 19- just talk about their sci-fi shows and <laughs> shows for old ladies. There you go. Uh, do you want people to follow you anywhere? Uh, you can. You can follow me at Josh Crew on Twitter and on Letterbox. Tweet them your um, complaints, people. I would love to hear what people complain about. Yeah, Josh is the voice of a generation. Uh, and you can – I don't have any new Rex. Well, yeah, I'm still digging Foil's War that Dad turned me on to. I'm, I finished the first season. It's very educational. It's very slow. Uh, but the other day when the kids were annoying me – and, uh, you know, it's a true test of kids because you're like, well, you watch no TV or anything and they will watch anything because I was just like, you know what? You guys are driving me nuts. We're going to watch this. And they're like, no, 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 no. And then I started and suddenly they're watching period drama mysteries about pre-1941 World War II police in England. And Hilarious. with that, uh, you can follow me at pancake for table on twitter and instagram and on letterboxd where we're having a lot of fun i posted my football movies rankings last week which josh i very much would like your thoughts on and uh you can follow all of our stuff at fry night movie on twitter and instagram uh we have been collaborating with stas r uh we're taking a break from that this week because we had a really tight recording time but we'll get back to that uh soon so follow them stasr.com and uh you can um uh oh yeah and then our music uh our theme music will kick in by what does it eat and uh josh is demanding for his birthday his 40th birthday uh demanding the final word so i will say bye-bye to you guys but then the final word will go to josh my my dear dear friend of 28 years uh happy so birthday, i just sir. wanted to give uh my wonderful wife danielle a shout out she arranged an awesome weekend for my 40th birthday so i wanted to share with the world that i love her dearly i've She's now officially known her for more than half of my life um so stein thank you credit for credit for stein credit for stein and um with that we dance ourselves into the evening bye guys good show happy birthday have fun Wait, by the way, when Vlad walked behind Becky, like, without his shirt on, I was like, oh, it's the real Jason Momoa. (laughs) 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 
Lily, Lily always delivering the cold open. Thank you. I was, I was like, there he <laughs> is. Hey, I'll take my Jason Momoa in any shape out. or form he comes in. All right, later, guys. Have fun. Bye. Happy birthday. Bye. Well, that was a sick burn. <laughs> that was literally the best line. <laughs> It went through my head. I saw his like blurry, skinny shadow behind you, and I was like, "Oh, there's the real Jason." <laughs> but I didn't want to interrupt like the ending because I was like, "Okay, they have to leave." So I was like, "I'm just gonna wait till after because I couldn't resist." <laughs>